Asia Pacific currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest、uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at nine o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning, and welcome, listeners, to Asia Pacific Currents here on Community Radio 3CR. It is Saturday, the twenty seventh of June, coming to the end of the first month of winter. I'm Giselle, and also with me on the program this morning, I'm Sam. And Sam, you've been feeling the cold, so you're also looking forward to the end of winter. Yeah, <laughs> and no doubt you much prefer the summer months as well. Um, coming up on today's program,、uh, one of our comrades and、um, fellow presenter here at Community Radio Three CR, Eleanor McMaster, who produces the Stick Together program, has done an interview with Elmerio Villanova, and he's a general secretary of the General Workers Union of Timor Leste. That's the feature interview in the second part of the program. Of course, Asia Pacific Currents is brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on the web or the w's.aawl.org.au.、Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter, and we regularly post news and current affairs and updates about what's happening in the labour movement and at the grassroots level across the Asia Pacific. But of course, first up on today's program, news from around the region. Cambodia workers continue to fight for their rights. As reported last week, the Cambodia government wants to pass new legislation. That will restrict the rights of workers to continuous. Co- sorry about that. Of workers to unions this week, hundreds of workers and their supporters had a protest outside the National Assembly to demand the repeal of the proposed trade union law. In a separate development, a collection of garment-based unions have announced that they will continue to campaign for an increasing of. The minimum wages to US dollar 177 a month. Given the importance of the gar- garment industry in Cambodia, those negotiations will will have important consequences for other workers as well. Yeah, it's really great to hear that our comrades in、um, Cambodia are continuing with that $177 a month minimum wage campaign, because as listeners no doubt remember, at the start of 2014,、um, that campaign resulted in the murder of four workers and then the arrest of 23 people. And of course, we interviewed some of the comrades that are involved in this increased unionisation、um, in Cambodia. We brought you that interview. Last week with Mora and Sinyet. Moving now to Australia, as the extent of the exploitation of migrant workers in Australia becomes better known, further information is being revealed about the tactics that companies use. Workers employed at the Biada poultry plant in Beersfield, New South Wales, have been encouraged to submit fake refugee status applications once their current visas expire. This would allow them to stay in Australia for up to another eighteen months. This situation would then place the workers in an incredibly weak position and completely open to be underpaid and overworked. 
Using complex subcontracting arrangements is a tactic that is used by a number of other companies, such as Hazeldean in Bendigo, Victoria. So, uh, yeah, Australia is doing exactly what um, their, 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 so the Australian government's comrades in other parts of the region in terms of the super exploitation of migrant uh, workers and the fake documentation that means their bargaining power is virtually eliminated. Migrant workers all over the world from part of the most exploited layer of the working class. Many of these workers are termed illegal as national laws often discriminated against them. In South Korea this week, after a nine years fight, undocumented workers want the right to join a trade union and be represented by a union. This is a great achievement, especially as the migrant trade union who represents them has itself lost a number of 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 officially in the last few years to deportations. The MTU is part of the Confederation of Korean Un- Korean Trade Unions. This year has seen a marked increase in the attempts by far-right groups in Australia to capitalise on the current economic crisis. These groups are using the current government's increasing nationalist agenda and war on terror rhetoric to direct people's fears onto vulnerable groups in society. History shows that these far-right and fascist organisations are a threat to workers everywhere and need to be stopped as soon as possible. Counter-mobilisations to these <clears throat> far-right groups by Labor and human rights groups are being planned for all around Australia for the weekend of the 18th and 19th of July. There are two organising committees. We've linked um, this story on our website to both of their organising spaces, <clears throat> but both of those organising committees are working towards a counter-mobilisation for Melbourne on the 18th of July. Just a couple of things about that. Um, It is is really the case that the far right and fascist groups are organising. They're getting organised. And Hitler once said that they could have been defeated if, if... they were opposed in their early, early days. These are the early days of the current um, fascist reorganisation and regrouping, and we must defeat them now. In recent time, Japanese post office workers have taken industrial action against the increasingly harsh management policies that are trying to increase work intensity. This pressure by management included publicly Humiliating, humiliating work, workers in front of their colleagues and continually increasing sales targets. Many workers have killed themselves due to this pressure. More industrial action by postal workers was taken this week. The right to form an independent union as opposed to a yellow company union is an issue that many workers around the world face. In Malaysia, timber workers have been fighting a long, hard fight against their employer, Sabah Forest Industries, part of the global giant Avanta Group. SFI has stifled workers' attempts to form their own union for over 20 years, and latest reports indicate that it's preparing legal action against the workers. A global campaign has been set up to send protest letters to the company. Coordinated industrial action by workers at other sites of the Avanta conglomerate would also be effective in supporting the workers in Sabah.
And just to let you know, we've put a link to the uh, letter protest campaign on this article on our website. So if you do want to participate, go to our website, which again is all the w's.aawl.org.au. And that's all we've got for news from around the region, some community announcements, and then uh, we'll go into our feature interview for this morning. This is Irene Bolger, former Secretary. Politicians and mainstream media are fueling anti-Muslim hate. Attacks on Muslims are increasing and the fear is causing some women to restrict their movements. Worse, an anti-Muslim political party is launching in October. It's time for people who oppose bigotry to organise. Stand up and speak out against Islamophobia. Sign the statement at www.voicesagainstbigotry.org and ask others to do the same. Don't be a bystander. Voices Against Bigotry is a 3CR supporter. 3CR programs provide information and analysis you won't hear in the mainstream. Today we'll be looking at the legacy of the US war on Vietnam on Laos. And as far as corporate capitalism is concerned, it is the worst political and economic system that you can have. Our laws about jailing refugees and asylum seekers are so well-crafted. Sex is not irrelevant and we like who we are, but we don't have to be imprisoned by our gender. Become a subscriber today. Call us on 9419 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent. It's nine minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents with Sam and Giselle. Trade unions have been active in Timor-Leste since 2001 when the Timor-Leste Confederation of Trade Unions was formed with support from Australian unions. The major employer at the time was the United Nations and the young country was still under UN administration. Aside from very high unemployment and a government eager to attract foreign investment, often at the expense of workers' rights, unions have also been at the forefront of struggles for oil and gas justice in the Timor Sea. Almirio Villanova is a General Secretary of the General Workers' Union of Timor-Leste and represents the younger generation of union activists trying to organise in very challenging economic and political conditions. Almirio spoke with Stick Together producer Eleanor McMaster while visiting Melbourne for the ACTU National Congress. He shares stories from current and historical industrial struggles as well as some experiences within the clandestine movement as a teenager. The interview has been translated from Tetum to English by Mark Taylor. My first question is about the General Workers' Union. Um, can you tell us a little about your union and when it was founded uh, and also which sectors you cover? Yes, the Sindicato General Trabalhadores Timor-Leste the General Workers' Union was established on the 19th of October 2008 with the support of KSTL, the Timor-Leste Confederation of Trade Unions. The union covers four sectors, including the hospitality sector, the industrial sector, the commercial sector, and the private workers in the public service, such as security guards at government embassies or NGO offices. 
Um, antes, esta uh, bela coelia liu conaba isu ba trabalhador e hatimo leste. Um, before we talk about issues for workers in Timor Leste, I want to ask you about your experience as a labour activist and before that as a member of the clandestine movement uh, during the stru- struggle for independence. Can you talk about some of your experiences that took you from working within the clandestine movement during your high school years to organising one of the first strikes in Timor post-independence? tempo Indonesia During the Indonesian time, I was involved with the clandestine movement. In 1999, I participated in meetings with Valentil guerrillas and also was involved with the many demonstrations from 1998 to 1999 calling for independence. Also, when I was in high school, I was involved in demonstrations against Indonesian occupation organised by university students in the district of Same. Also, I was involved in clandestine activities, meeting with Falantil guerrillas from Same and bringing them into the city undercover to discuss strategy for dealing with the situation in Same with Indonesian military forces. Then in 1999, I tied the flag for the National Council of Timorese Resistance. When the CNRT flag was raised at the Fredland headquarters in Aldian, the situation was very grave, but we succeeded in raising the flag. After independence, I became a student at university and was involved in student activism. I also worked on a floating hotel which accommodated all the UN staff. I worked on the floating hotel as a barman. I organised the staff into the hotel to start a staff committee. After we formed the staff committee, we, we began negotiations with the bosses because work conditions were not good. For example, the hours of work were too long with no overtime pay and the staff food was not adequate. At that time, there was very little work in Timor, but as we saw each other being mistreated, This touched our hearts and we demanded that the conditions must change. We wanted respect from the bosses and for them to treat us as human beings the same as them. Because of the staff committee, we succeeded in fixing these conditions by bringing the bosses to the table and forcing them to negotiate with us after a two-week long strike. Obrigada, irmão. Agora, Hakarakusu Konaba situação, I want to ask you about the current conditions for workers organising in Timor Leste. So, I've read about several cases in recent years of workers encountering issues in the workplace around their right to join a union. In some cases, employers have fired workers for joining the union despite the right to unionise being recognised in domestic and international law. Can you ex- explain a little about what's happened in some of these cases? Eu contei tu anos em 2001, Hari in 2001 when KSTL began the situation was difficult. There were virtually no jobs in the private sector. The only employer was the United Nations. At that time, there were immediate cases that the union had to deal with, such as people being fired without cause, lack of contracts, and so on. So this is an example of the situation KSTL faced when they began fighting to protect workers' rights and negotiating on their behalf. Uh, In 2008, when the General Workers' Union awoke, we met many problems. 
one of the first problems we tried to address was unjust firing of workers. The second was this problem of no contracts. In many cases, workers had spent many years working for an employer yet had no contract of employment. There is also the issue of overtime. Many workers found themselves working many hours overtime without pay, yet if they arrived late for work, they would find their pay cut. Another problem was with maternity leave. If employers saw that a worker was pregnant, that worker would often lose their job when they took time off to give birth and care for their children. So there are many problems. Liliu most konaba kwanu trabalosir involve iha aktividad sindikato niya. Iha kaju barat kwanu patransir hare kata trabalor involve sai member sindikato. When workers are involved in trade union activities, they also face challenges. We have many cases where employers have seen that a worker is a union member and they are fired. Uh, when workers try to form a union within a company, companies will not give space for them to meet and organize within the company. Uh, in our labor code and in the Timorese constitution, Article 52, we have the right and freedom to form unions in our workplaces. The labor code follows the ILO convention Article 98 and enshrines the right to organize and collectively bargain. However, many companies and organizations in Timor do not recognize these laws because they don't like it when workers organize and act collectively. So when they find out an employee has joined the union, they may fire them or subject them to discrimination. Our constitution and labor code guarantee freedom of association and the Timorese government has ratified the ILO conventions on the right to organize and collectively bargain and the freedom of association and the protection of the right to organize but there is a problem still with implementation and enforcement enforcement is very weak when there is violation of the fundamental right to organize this is always a problem that the union has to address with very little support from the government and legal systems então banhira a patron sira koko hapara sivisu ba trabalhador semaka liga sindicato So when bosses try to fire workers for joining the union, the government is often ineffectual and workers must rely on the union to defend their right to organize. Mm. Yes, many times we've had to fight this issue. The government will say that the boss's decision to fire workers for being union members is contrary to the law. When the company is a large multinational, the government doesn't inspect the workplace and won't demand that the labor code is adhered to. I'm not sure if they're scared or why they choose not to act on the illegal practices of multinationals. The law is clear. Companies must follow the law. The government won't or can't implement the law, so unions fill the space by organizing collectively and often by taking industrial action to force companies to obey the labor code. Então, mohau a hakarakusu agora konaba akodo kolektivu. I want to ask about collective agreements in Timor Leste. I hear that there are currently no or just one collective agreement in Timor. Can you talk about the work that unions are doing to make more collective agreements? Akoro kolektivu nemaka ohin lorong sai hanesang. 
Uh, yes, co- collective agreements are a very important objective for the workers in Timor-Leste. Through collective agreements, we can create more security for workers and benefits for union members and all workers in Timor-Leste. Managers in government and the private sector do not yet understand collective agreements. They don't understand that collective agreements will not just give benefits to the workers, but also to the employers. Sometimes companies think that collective agreements will destroy their business and the government thinks that unions don't have the right to negotiate collective agreements. We are constantly having this argument with the government about our right to negotiate collective agreements as guaranteed in the constitution. Now, KSTL and its affiliates have started a campaign about collective agreements. KSTL has already lobbied the government to demand that they stop intervening in collective bargaining negotiations between the union and companies. In 2012, KSTL negotiated four collective agreements with four different companies. Now we hope to continue negotiating collective agreements for workers in the same workplace. Sindicato Husi Raiseluk, Sindicato Iha Australia, for example. How can Australian and other unions support this campaign? How many important la limar para Oinsa atu establece networking in movement syndicate? It's important that we continue to establish strong links with Australian unions because workers' problems are global problems and we must work collectively to resolve them. The international union movement has been and remains very important to the Timorese union movement. With this campaign for collective bargaining, we ask for solidarity from the Australian unions. Can you talk about the situation for Timorese workers who are currently working in the oil and gas industry in the Timor Sea, uh, working for Australian companies? KSTL is very concerned about the situation for Timorese workers working in the Timor Sea. Uh, on behalf of the Maritime Union in Timor, KSTL has asked the Maritime Union of Australia to help encourage companies active in the Timor Sea to employ more Timorese workers to work in the Timor Sea. This is Timorese oil, but Timorese workers have less opportunity to work here than workers from other countries such as the Philippines and Indonesia. So, so we ask our friends in Australian unions to help express KSTL's concern that the companies and the Australian government must provide more opportunities for Timorese workers. We're also concerned about their salary. Timorese workers who work in the Timor Sea receive lower salaries than workers from the Philippines and Indonesia and other countries. KSTL asks Australian unions, and particularly the MUA, for support and solidarity to fix this situation, to increase the job opportunities for Timorese workers in the Timor Sea and to ensure they receive equal pay with other workers. Do you have a message for the people of Australia who might be listening to this program? 
iha oportunidade da ne hau hakar hateten katak sindikatu movement sindikatu Timor Leste. In our capacity as Timorese workers and unionists, we have met many challenges because we are a new nation. We see many challenges remaining on the road ahead. The economic situation in Timor-Leste is not yet good. The private sector does not contribute well to the employment of Timorese people. Many Timorese are afraid to join the union and the struggle for industrial justice because they are afraid to lose their job. If they lose their job, it is very difficult to find another one. From 2001, KSTL has contributed greatly to social and political dialogue in Timor, to the establishment of the Labor Code, and is now involved in the task force to establish social security laws to cover all Timorese workers, not just public sector. KSTL is also strongly lobbying the government for a revision of the minimum wage, which was set at $150 US dollars in 2012. It was supposed to be revised every two years, so we are overdue for a revision. KSTL has been doing research into the cost of living for Timorese workers. We've found that we must revise the minimum wage to respond to changing economic conditions. Following on from this research, we made a recommendation last October that the minimum salary must be $200 US to meet the basic needs of people in Timor. When we compare this with the current minimum wage, we see that there is a big difference. This means that many workers in Timor are not earning a living wage and the minimum wage is not enough to cover basic necessities. We're pressuring the government to raise the minimum wage to $200 US a month, which is a basic living wage in Timor. This is the work that KSTL has ahead. Ami persijamos nafating suporta solidaridade usi we continue to receive much support from the Australian Union movement. Regarding the Timor Sea, we fight for the gas pipeline to come to Timor-Leste instead of Australia to provide much-needed jobs to the Timorese people. We've asked the Australian unions to support our struggle for economic justice in the Timor Sea and support sending the pipeline to Timor. We also appreciate the support of Australian unions in joining our demand that the Australian government recognise the rights of Timor-Leste to oil and gas royalties from the Timor Sea and recognise the correct maritime border between our two countries. The position of KSTL is clear to defend the pipeline and strongly support the position of the Timorese government in demanding that it comes to Timor. In this, we ask for support and solidarity from the Australian Union movement. At the recent Congress, the ACTU adopted a resolution on the Timor Sea recognising the maritime border between Timor-Leste and Australia. The trade union movement in Timor-Leste thanks the Australian delegates at the ACTU Congress for supporting our efforts to resolve this issue. Obrigado. Obrigada, Mel. Obrigada, Bai. Tenia tempo. Oh, Hindoron. Obrigado.
That was Elmerio uh, Villanova from the General Workers Union of Timor Leste speaking about industrial struggles in Timor, justice in the Timor Sea, and his own history of activism. Almirio was speaking with Stick Together producer Ellen McMaster and the translation was voiced by Mark Tyler. Almirio was able to come to Australia with the support of AFIDA Union Aid Abroad. A very big thank you to Eleanor McMaster for giving us that interview. That does bring us to the end of Asia Pacific Currents today. Uh, It's 28 minutes past nine o'clock. Of course, we'll be back next Saturday from nine o'clock with more news and current affairs from the Asia Pacific region. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hanna. I'm Sam. And as I said, we will be back next week. But coming up next is uh, Palestine Remembered. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.